This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who's gonna check me, boo? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer and it is Friday, so you know what that means We have another episode of Southern Charm to break down One thing that I was struck by as I was watching the episode and taking my notes earlier, there are just so many characters that we are following at this point. We've got Craig and Paige coming into the mix. We've got the rest of the boys and John Pringle is still around for some godforsaken reason. Taylor and Marcy are going baby clothes shopping. Madison and Vanita are around. Olivia's hanging out with her mom. Whitney's driving Patricia to the farmer's market. Catherine's dumping Caleb. There's just a lot of a lot of things to keep track of. And I feel like as we dive a little deeper into this season, you know, this is episode three, some of these storylines we're gonna have to leave by the wayside. I mean, this week's episode, we didn't even see Leva except for like her pushing her son on the swing at the very beginning. And, you know, I like Leva a lot. I didn't think about her. We didn't see uh, uh, Naomi. We didn't see Naomi. It's starting to get to a Vanderpump Rules type of place where you got to be careful with a cast this large because it's like, I don't want to be forgetting about people that are full-time cast members. And it's a little rough when you can't get everyone in the episode for at least one scene. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see how they do for the rest of the season. But to the matters at hand, we've got... Simmering tensions between Craig and Austin. At the beginning of the episode, Craig calls Paige to basically to talk shit about Austin. And uh, Paige is giving him some advice. He says that Craig shouldn't continue being friends with Austin if he feels like he's not having his back. You know, she's telling him to get in there and say what he needs to say. Very, very summer house ask advice. I, I don't I don't have an issue with that. And then Shep is hanging out with John Pringle. Taylor had a pregnancy scare, which Shep is very relieved about, you know. As a man in his 40s, he's just not ready to settle down. We know. We know. I love the the moment when he's like, hey, John Pringle, you were pretty old when you had kids, right? This is normal. And John Pringle's like, yeah, I was old. I was 35. It's like, that doesn't help Shep out at this point because he has cleared the 40-year-old mark and still is not ready for marriage, still is not ready for babies. And look, that's okay. I think with with these shows, sometimes there's this tendency to shame people for not having a man or wanting to get married or having kids or, you know, these kind of things. We see it on Housewives, too. And look, you can do whatever you want with your life. If you don't want to have a baby, don't have a baby. Don't don't be like Elon Musk and just populate the planet because because you think it's your <laughs> your like purpose on Earth or something like if Shep doesn't want to have a kid Shep should absolutely not have a kid but the thing is and this is you know we're bumping up against this now if Taylor wants to have a kid 
and Shep doesn't. In the words of Nancy Myers, something's got to give. Last week, everyone in the cast was more focused on what was happening with Craig and Naomi and their, you know, hookup in Vegas and whatever else happened. This week, people have turned their attention to uh, to Shep and Taylor. Taylor's talking to Marcy. She says this could end their relationship eventually if Shep isn't, you know, trying to get married or trying to have a baby. I think that is fair. And later at the guy's barbecue, they're kind of telling Shep the same thing, you know. Austin's like, you're nearing a shit or get off the pot era with Taylor. Shep is very, you know, doesn't want to hear this. He's like, you know, people date all the time for, you know, four or five years. And then they're like, oh, we didn't want the same things. And of course, he's right about that. But the thing is, if you know that you don't want the same things and you know that your partner is very confident in what she does want, then it's like, when do we get to the point where we're leading someone on or we're being you know, a little bit dishonest about, oh, maybe I'll want a kid or maybe I'll be ready to get married in a year from now. If you know you're not going to be, then that's it's a little bit dishonest. Um, I don't know. I, I like Shep and Taylor together. And I, I don't necessarily think that Shep needs to like break it off with Taylor this second just because he's not ready to have a baby right now. But it is one of those things where he certainly is not young. She seems to be in a position where she wants to get this like marriage and babies thing off the ground probably before too long. So you're just you're like running out of runway a, a little bit there. And I think Shep has has been here before and he's going to have to really decide with Taylor whether he, you know, where he feels, how he feels. I don't know. <laughs> it's rough. And then we see Olivia at her parents' house. She says that she's 30. I, re- I really, really, really thought she was like 23. Am I the only person who, when she said she was 30, I'm like, 30? Not that there's anything wrong with being 30. Not that there's even anything wrong with living at, with your parents when you're 30. But just, I I really, I really thought she was younger. And also just like the way that she and her parents interact is giving me very like, it's like taking me back to like the glass menagerie time period or something where it's like you didn't really leave the home until like the gentleman caller came to get you. And, and you know, you kind of like weren't your own person until you were getting married like it's weird and I think that kind of made me think that she was younger which I don't know I I I need to do a deep dive because I just really was taken aback when she said she was 30 not in a rude way but she she looks great (laughs) she looks great I don't know um her mom though kind of activates my fight or flight like I think it's she's cute but then it's like you spend a minute too long with her and you're like oh I I gotta get out of here I shouldn't. This is not. This is not my vibe. I don't know. I'm not from the south. This. Uh, it's just a lot for me. Madison tells Vanita about her her man's Brett that she met in Scottsdale while she was on a bachelorette party, and they just saw each other at the club, and they knew. Good for her. She seems happy. She gets engaged later in the episode during Shep's boys' barbecue. She announces her engagement on Amazon Live, which I remember when that happened in real time. It still feels just as weird to do that on Amazon Live. And clearly the boys agree. But, you know, good for her um, getting a check or however Amazon Live works. I really don't. um, 
I don't know much about that. But the Bravo Labs like Amazon Live. You know, Porsche's on there. Paige does the Amazon Live. Madison, obviously. Eh, some other, some others. So clearly they're they're getting something out of that. But um, you know, Austin is Austin is spiraling a little bit. He says that Brett will have a life of servitude with Medusa, which is God, I love I love the way they talk about each other. It's just like just kind of delicious. But um Madison does say in the Instagram in the not the Instagram live, God forbid, the Amazon live, Madison says that the most important ex in her life is her son's father, which it makes sense. It does make sense. But also I understand why Austin is kind of like, well, fuck me. And Craig says that there is a 1% chance that they make it to the altar. Shep says the over-under is six months on them breaking up. I am I'm a little surprised how openly they are shitting on Madison's new relationship that is now an engagement. Like, it's the kind of thing where even if I was thinking it, I might not say it. And even if I said it, I might not say it on camera when you know that Madison's going to see it. And like, I'm just picturing right now, like Madison's a friend of this season. So I'm picturing them bringing her out like an hour into the reunion. And she's like, Craig, I heard what you said about me and my marriage. It's six months later. Look at this. And the ring's going to be on her finger. And she's going to be like... I've never been happier and all y'all are just jealous and I'm the but I found the Budweiser to your trop hop and I've never been better and I, I, my Madison needs work but you know that's like I feel like that's the vibe that we're going to be getting um cuz I don't I mean whatever I don't have any reason to think that they're going to break up in the next 6 months like 6 months isn't that long I mean it's longer than I'm in a relationship but like whatever they could last 6 months Maybe they'll get married in like five months and then making it down the altar won't be a problem. I don't know. I'd be interested to know more about their relationship dynamic because maybe these guys know something that we don't. But like, I don't have a reason to hate this. It's not my fight. I don't know. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I think it's it's come time that I have to talk about Catherine and Caleb. Goddamn. This fucking relationship. So, like I said previously, this is the third episode of the season, and we were just introduced to Caleb in the first episode of the season. And it felt like at the when we first met these two, it was like, 
Catherine's found her perfect match. This is going to be like a power couple. They're going to be like a main thing. And I mean, we did know in real time that they had broken up since this. And I think we knew that it was even during filming. I, I talked about that with Caroline Blair a couple episodes ago. But man, I did not expect this relationship to end on the third episode of the season. So after their argument that we saw on the last episode, we find out from Catherine's conversation with Caleb's mom that Caleb has not been back to their condo, townhouse, whatever that living situation is, for like five days. He left after the argument. He hasn't been back. She hasn't heard from him. This is alarming. Because last episode, when we saw them arguing, it definitely felt like Caleb was being the reasonable one. And he was trying to sort of have, you know, to help Catherine out with some of the problems that she was having in the friend group and just kind of trying to rationalize things. And Catherine was not in the mood for that. But then you hear that they had this argument and he just drops off the grid for five days. And it's like, well, that's not so mature and level headed. Like, he tells he goes to the boys barbecue. He says he's been staying with um his cousin Chelsea. But first he just says Chelsea and I fully did like a double take cuz I'm like Chelsea, like Chelsea Meisner. Alas no, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea is not coming back to the show. Um but yeah, he's been staying with her for these 5 days. Catherine has invited him over for this dinner. He thinks that things are going to improve. I don't know. And then he comes in. Catherine's making her meatballs, and which look... The meatballs look not the best. Maybe I'm being... Maybe I'm being, like, harsh. Those meatballs, I think I would have just, like, left the plate untouched. But it's clear from the moment that Caleb walks in that this is not going to be a lovey-dovey candlelit, I'm sorry, dinner, and then let's go fuck. It's like Catherine is still angry. She hasn't really come around on anything. You know, Caleb says that he wants to come back and he, you know, wants to make things work. I wouldn't say he really apologizes, but then again, based on the argument we saw last episode, I don't really know that he had much to apologize for. It just seems like clear from the moment he walks in that Catherine has already decided what's happening here. And what's happening here is that she's dumping him. She says that she doesn't think they want the same things, that he's emotionally unavailable, that she's, you know, he's not filling the position in her life that she wants him to. One thing that he said that really uh, perked my ears up was that He said he didn't know what he was getting into when they started dating and that three months into their relationship, she sort of like sprung the kids on him. And I would like I would like a more detailed explanation of that, because I'm like, did she not tell you she had kids or you just weren't introduced to the kids or you didn't know that she wanted you to be like active in the kids lives like that to me is a big question mark, because I'm like. It would be pretty shocking if she, like, didn't say that she had kids. Also, like, sir, do you have a television? Like, she's been on TV with these kids and, like, her whole situation is out there. I don't know. I want more information on that. But, like, 
I guess it's over. She says they should go their separate ways. He's grabbing some stuff. Probably going to go back to Chelsea's house. Not Chelsea. Chelsea. Wow. I mean, Catherine Dennis. Love her or hate her or something in between. She knows how to do reality TV. And the fact that we're getting this on-camera premeditated dumping in just the third episode of the season when it seemed like her storyline was going to be, look how great my relationship is. She's keeping us on our toes. She's earning those checks. She's wearing those wigs. The red wig in the confessional. Hanging on by a thread. What a way to end the episode. What a way to end the week. Wow. What a week. If you haven't listened to our episode from yesterday, I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with Tamara Judge about Ultimate Girls Trip, OC, her podcast with Teddy, lots of stuff. Great interview. Go listen to that now. And a very special treat on Monday coming up. I sat down with Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. We talked about so many things and it was really... (laughs) really something else so uh make sure you're subscribed or following or you know whatever the button says now to this podcast so you don't miss any of that and in the meantime be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by dylan hafer sean kilby jorge morales pico and rebecca sousmacat editing by jorge morales pico Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.